Hey folks, it's Jeremy. Just want to remind you that the best way to support the show is by going to patreon.com slash DougFeedTV. There's been all kinds of cool stuff happening on the Patreon. Uh, Gary and Cole just managed to fund their uh, deep dive into HP Lovecraft movies, which I'm very excited about. Uh, so go check out all of that stuff, patreon.com slash DougFeedTV. In the meantime, enjoy some Hulk. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where we are still hulking out for as long as our muscles will continue to let us. Gary, how how are you today, my man? I'm uh I'm I'm good. I think these these episodes are a cure for Hulk fatigue. Like if you're like, boy, I'm Hulk hulked out. No, you ain't. And then then the next step, then the finale is just like, oh no, you're hulked out. Yeah, these are um, like you have been saying since the beginning that you wanted the show to get crazier and crazier. And uh, I think mm-hmm. the two that we're recovering on this episode are some of the most bonkers cartoons that I've ever seen in my entire life. And so specifically, this first one is very special. It's super weird and kind of, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's none of it is good, right? Like it's, it can only be appreciated hmm. through the lens of, of, of like what I the cried, f- Jeremy. <laughs> okay. Well, Gary, like, calm yeah, down. You can say it's not good. Like I, I, I wept. <laughs> I wept. <laughs> you know, I'm like, cry now. It's my new thing. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I took an edible and I like got a little teary at that dog trailer in front of Spider Man, but I didn't fucking talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, I've been uh, I've been playing through Tetris Effect, and uh, and every once in a while, you know, I indulge in, in in some kind of edible weed thing. It's not very frequent, but uh, boy, that's a that's a a really potent combination of things. Oh yeah, like definitely. if you. Uh, you hit up that Tetris effect. I mean, this is super generic, but like I'm, I'm, I'm a lame one. It doesn't do a lot of drugs. So for me, it's new. Um, and you, you, you start Tetris affecting like right when, you know, edibles are like kind of hitting you really hard. It does something like to my eyes. It feels like my eyes are turning to stone or something like that. Like, <laughs> it's just like really, like really, really amazing. And then when you blink, I had to like push away crust. Like I'm blinking and it's requiring tons of effort like i'm clearing snow with like windshield wipers <laughs> or something <laughs> like just like, like it's very funny and that's not in vr mode right like let's just don't play too no 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 this is just me star- but i do set very close to my my monitor mm. where i play it so it's it's uh, essentially vr it's filling up my whole field of vision it's not like vr i i am going to bring that game over to wills and check it out on vr though because uh you know i'm very vr resistant um in general like it doesn't do a lot for me but this might be a thing that that like between this and beat saver the two things where i, I could see it i played so far everything else i've been like meh but those two things i'm like i can see it i can see why this is special i uh so. I, I got a new tv at the end of the year and uh because of the way that sony built their first psvr like breakout boxes 
Mm-hmm. They don't uh, do like the fancy HDR pass through or anything. So if I want like fancy graphics for my fancy TV, I have to plug the PS4 pretty much directly into the TV, which means I'd, I'd have to like swap cables every time I want to use a, the PSVR. And I, mm-hmm. and I bought like a little $15 box that was supposed to just let me switch the outputs, uh, but it did just caused a ton of problems so i actually haven't like i haven't finished Terracine. I, I didn't finish i didn't play tetris effect in vr like i wanted to like i haven't done any of that stuff because i've been kind of just too goddamn lazy to to do it to be honest with you it's huge pain like switching cables is like a really weird specific kind of pain like you can do it i always whenever i have all of my old systems like i put them all together and i'm like oh this will be super easy like if i want to play you know crackdown or whatever i'll just get out my xbox 360 and just hook it up it'll be no problem and I, the, just the force of inertia means I will never do that. Oh, 100% not. Like, yeah. If it's yeah. not hooked up to the TV at all times, like it's, I'm just not going to, like, I don't yeah. even, like, I remember, um, like I had a controller or something for the PS2 or PS3 or something that wouldn't turn it on remotely. And it just meant that I had to go mm. get a different controller. So if I wanted to play that system, so I could turn it on for mm-hmm. my couch. But yeah, like it, that, that inertia is, is, is real. And uh, yeah, bad. I keep, I keep thinking I'm going to play like I, I, since I moved, I had all my systems out and stuff and I have my, my Wii U set up by my TV as just this kind of nice like little oh yeah like maybe i want to like pop that on and play uh you know play cat mario again or fuck around with mario maker or something and the the correct answer is like really nope yeah not gonna like it, I, yeah not gonna happen like at some point i will get that thing back out and i will buy like a copy of captain toad treasure tracker for seven dollars or i will decide the convenience of not doing that <laughs> is worth 33 dollars and i'll buy it on wii u <laughs> you know yeah so. And the, the Switch version has like co-op and all that stuff, anyway. So yeah, yeah. So it's it's a better version. I watched. It's uh, just it's a weird to just have this old system that's just kind of like sitting there, and it's like, well, you are bringing out everything for it on this new system. Like, should I try to get my fifty bucks out of this while I can or whatever? Except you know? for uh, Wind Waker HD, which is the only game that I would want to be on a Switch, yeah. but whatever, it doesn't really matter. I still have my yeah. Wii U hooked up. Uh, the tablet hasn't been plugged in forever, so I'm sure it has negative battery. Uh, but I have yet to hook my Switch up to the TV. That's been a portable device for me only, which I was really surprised yeah, about. So. We're on the same side on that. People call me crazy. Like you, you talk to like the, the the coward Will Hughes, and he's like, "Yeah, who would ever play with the Switch in portable mode?" And I'm like, "Why have it hooked up? Like you have Isaac on your computer, you have it on other systems and stuff. Why play with this hooked up?" I mean, portable's I, the cool thing, man. I have I have gone so far as to like sit in my living room on my couch where I play normal video games. It could conceivably like put the switch screen onto the 65 inch TV that I just got. Uh, but instead I will play it in handheld mode and watch like bad YouTube videos on, the, on my TV. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's perfectly fine and reasonable. Like it, it works really well for that. I think so. Very same. Like lot, lots of laying in bed, mm-hmm. lots of doing that, like planes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm way into portable, portable uh, switch. Um, speaking of portably switching, do you want to talk about She-Hulk? Yeah. <laughs> Let's portably switch over to She-Hulk. Cause this is a She-Hulk highlight episode here we're starting with uh this is season two episode five this is fashion warriors written by ron merrick and john semper as released on november 2nd 1997 and this episode she hulk and betty remember her uh bruce doesn't uh team up with an all-female team to stop the leader and his flunkies when they attack a miami fashion show you know, this is going to be the. So that happens. Th- this does happen, uh, and this is going to be yeah. our last episode where we deal with the leader and gargoyle. And I can't imagine a better way to. <laughs> this leave is off. their send off. I, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> this this is, is the completion of their arc. This is this, and, and the completion of their arc is they failed this, and now they are broke and sitting at the bottom of the ocean. Like that's what's going to. Yep. That's that's the ending for these guys. It feels oh like. Oh my a, god! I forgot. It, I forgot about this. Uh, it feels like a very silver age like villain ending, like where you're not going to see them for you know fifteen or twenty. 
just use or something, right? Yeah. Like, it just, yeah. And like they're going to have to come up with something ridiculous out of how to get them out from the bottom of the well, ocean. <laughs> there's a really strong implication that they're eaten by mutant sharks. Also that. As well. Also that. It, it, it fades away with sharks with four, like two sets of fins swim by and there's menacing music. And that's the last we hear of the leader Cargoy. Like, don't worry. They've been eaten, folks. Don't worry, kids. In the, uh, not gonna do any, in the finale to the series, we actually see mutant sharks being created. So maybe that could be a little mm-hmm. meta. Maybe they maybe were yeah. shuffled around. <laughs> <laughs> Time loop. Um, yeah, this is this is the finale of that entire arc. All the stuff with the gargoyle trying to be human again and the leaders and securities and stuff. Uh, it, it gets uh, swept under the rug. So She-Hulk can team up with five people we've never heard of. Who are superheroes for some reason? Who are uh, all very know. smart models. Very smart yep. models. Incredible, incredible smart models who are also superheroes now um, to fight the ogress mostly. And there's a lot of comedy about the ogress's body. It's um, um, she basically like has forms the the Fox Force Five, except they're all Tahani mm-hmm. from the Good, the good Place. <laughs> <laughs> they're all just extremely yeah. good at everything that they've ever done. <laughs> yep, yep. This is this is a. I like the girl power in this episode. It's just weird that it lands here and it kind of undercuts the girl power by being so mean to ogress it really does if you're beautiful like good on you girls like you can achieve anything if you're not attractive eh, go hang out at the bottom of the ocean with the sharks and the chuds (laughs) like (laughs) like you're on the shark arc for now sharks and chuds that was my um high school (laughs) (laughs) computer computer west side story too exactly yeah Oh, yeah. Uh, so we start oh. out at, at a fashion show. Um, and there's a there's a mm. reporter, like a red carpet reporter, talking about all of the beautiful people that are going to be there. Uh, Lou Ferrigno has an appearance, which I think is very funny. Mm-hmm. My um, favorite strongman, Lou Ferrigno, and he just kind of shows up and smiles, and it's like, oh, it's probably exactly what Lou Ferrigno did when he was like famous. We would probably show up to a mm-hmm. fashion beat and like, hey, I'm Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> Look how big yep. I am. <laughs> Isn't that yep, weird? Like, okay, Lou. <laughs> all right, Lou. Uh, the re- um, reporter also says uh, very specifically that there are on this 80 floor hotel and that it's all secured by the latest technology uh and that's mm-hmm. you know very specific because so that's why you know something some weird shit's gonna happen yep um yeah so there's a reason for for the gargoyle and uh, the leader to try to rob this place because yeah. now they're robbers like that's that's their plan um we cut to a limit and the the reporter says like oh there's gonna be a green surprise as well we know what that is um it cuts over to a limo and uh the the stripper sax music starts playing because she hulks in the room uh bruce is complaining about his tie and she hulk is like no if you're here you maybe can hobnob and get funding and he's like well i don't mix well you know like <laughs> with his tie and stuff and it, it's very uh it's very strange i don't know where this funding was going to come from and that gets dropped the gucci guy pretty quickly the gucci guy's way yeah, into yeah. gamma <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> Gucci Gamma. He was trying to. He was um, going to start like a Gamma Gucci thing, and it just never happened. The the uh, through the power of alliteration. <laughs> um, the <laughs> I, uh, him trying to get funding here seems like they're trying to set up a parallel between Bruce and the leader. You know, they're both here to get money. Yeah, and one of them's doing it through robbing, and the other one just kind of doesn't, kind of forgets and stops trying. To <laughs> the do other it. one is doing it by watching hot women come out of an alien. Yeah, spaceship. by watching by masturbating to his cousin. That's how he's going to get money. That's how I got paid, baby. Um, um so now we go to the leader's uh like submarine slash airplane that comes out of the ocean uh flies to the top of this tower and all of the gamma squad starts jumping out and uh yep. they they very quickly take over security and then take over the penthouse which is at the very top and uh and he he just basically straight up says like yeah we need we need to secure a lot of money because we we don't really have any funding to be a, a crime organization anymore and uh yep. Gargoyle is basically like yeah we're broke and leader's like we're not broke <laughs> 
<laughs> We're just a little low. <laughs> just low on funds. Um, I love when the uh, we the, have not the, hit up the coin star. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, from the swear jar, the leader is like insufferable swear jar. It's whenever you use a three letter word or less, you have to uh, put something in the swear jar. Um, these are uh, the the uh, the gamma squad that comes out and takes over security is very funny. Like one of them has a chainsaw for hands and the security guard like holds up his nightstick and the guy chainsaw for hand guy cuts through it with the chainsaw and stuff. And and several of them have two heads and stuff like this is the last we're going to see these assholes, too. They don't really get closure. Yeah, I don't. And I do not. Um, I do not need or care. Yeah, about they it. just kind of <laughs> suck. Like, goodbye, um, guys. So the uh, the the ogress is there. She's on top of the, the thing. And ogress, um, you know, if you remember, she's kind of just like an ugly lady hulk. And, uh, and she's just like, why wasn't I asked to model? And it's like, it's not just that, like, she's ugly and stuff. They make her into an idiot. You know, like, you, you, you can be ugly and also, and, and be a little bit aware of, like, at the very least, you know, this doesn't make me a bad person, but maybe I'm not a fashion model. Yeah. Like, maybe I will yeah, never I don't be think... a fashion model because, the, like, totally. This is, this is the standard of beauty that society has accepted, right or wrong. And my weird, messed up gamma face does not qualify. Like, I'm just not. You have to be aware of it. Like, you know, if you're, like, let's say, you know, you're, like, a, a severe burn victim, you know, you know, you're not a bad person, but you're not going to be like, why wasn't I asked to model? Like, you had to at least know what a fashion show is. Why did Versace not contact me? I'm just really confused. Yeah. yeah like, you don't have to be a fucking and, idiot about it. I says. The whole thing is jokes at her expense about her being an idiot and being ugly. Like it's kind of a weirdly mean spirited episode, you know, um, for, for the ogress, the ogress never gets any characterization. This is also the finale for the ogress as well, which is like just to, you know, be humiliated and defeated and then go down to the bottom of the shark arc. Um, <laughs> shark arc. She, 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 she shows up. She's dressed for the show. Um, you know, she, she comes out like she's way into small clothes. That's been going to be a theme over these two episodes. Like uh, just my style, shiny and tiny, um, with her bikini. Um, she goes in backstage and she sees Betty. Um, and and Betty is the surprise. It's just like, oh, you know, she's reunited, um, Bruce with his girlfriend by getting Betty Ross to be part of this fashion show for super smart ladies. And I guess that's fine. Like I don't really care. Um, well, they had to bring her back in in time for the finale. I, I, like she's in this episode. So, she's not in the next two. I was so then, much happy. Oh, she's in the she's in the next one, right? Is she, she in the? Oh, she, go, right, she goes she to the magical one. uncharted place that Nathan Drake finds at the end of Uncharted yeah. One. <laughs> yeah, that's the, uh, yeah. Um, no, that, that's that, that's not the, in the next episode of this show, not the next episode ah, of the, gotcha. uh, the yeah. cartoon. Yeah, um, but yeah, she's in that one again. But they they just kind of write her back into the series after being gone for for the season. Um. Yeah. So from here, we go back over to Gargoyle, who has completely co-opted the security system, and uh, he's doing more complaining about being broke. But then the real show starts. No, yeah. No, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the I wish that I, I you know, I'm glad that I, I find face cams a little bit annoying mm-hmm. in general for things. I wish I kept one on myself 24-7 so you could see my face. <laughs> when as I'm watching this, and it was the first thing I was doing eating breakfast. I'm like drinking my coffee watching this i'm pretty intent into it the next episode i lose the plot a lot because i think the last, next episode is like harder to follow but this one i'm watching very uh and i could have swore i missed something when a ufo flies into the fashion show <laughs> turns two security guards into birds with magic beams now i'm like oh the, this is the leader like the, this is the leader or a third threat who has turned the security guard into birds no 
This is the show. They got you. This, this, those, those, those security guards being turned into birds is part of the fashion show. That's on the table. It's never mentioned. It's just something that they can do. Sounds like uh, turn people into birds. Sounds like somebody has not been um, watching a lot of fashion shows, man. Come on, where, where are you at? <laughs> is this what happened with RuPaul's Drag Race? Like everyone talks about it. I've never watched it. Did people I, I get have, fucking transmorphed. I, I'm, I'm assuming so. Yes, on that show, uh, I, I have no the, idea. Uh, the uh, so then the 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 UFO lands and the announcer is still dictating. I'm like, oh, the announcer's been taken over. Like the announcer's a villain. Nope. This is all part of the show. The UFO lands and starts letting out fashion models. Um, and it's like, oh, this is our crew of of lady warriors, our fashion warriors, as they were be, fashion be, warriors. As they will coin the name themselves. Yep, they will call themselves that. And uh, they they have a flying UFO that that can transform enemies and stuff. And I'm like, who are these characters? What is their official handbook to the Marvel Universe entry? Like, this is fucking out there. And the the outfits, like the announcer is going on. Like the first one's a NASA engineer, and she's wearing like some some high tech, you know, it's for the future spacesuit. For but it's but it doesn't cover her entire body for when it really gets hot out there. And I'm like, you yep. guys know how space um, works, right? <laughs> yep, on the hot surface of Mars. Yeah, this is she won't sweat too much. Just imagine the you know? uh, imagine the suntan lines, Gary. If you just have this yeah. <laughs> giant just, helmet shape the and then. Flash of- this weird X yeah. tattoo across or X <laughs> tan line across your chest. Yeah. It's so weird. Um, in all of these models that are uh, shown, they're cutting back and forth to the horny crowd of like seventies oh, Marvel guys with like bad beards and mustaches and stuff. They couldn't have just like Ooga, any more like a strip club scene if they had tried. Like it's ridiculous. Like I, I kind of expected it to be one of like a like almost a Zoolander thing, right? Where they cut to the crowd and the crowd <laughs> is like even just great provocatively dressed with like peacocks on their head and stuff. Like I thought they mm-hmm. would go that well. Nope, nope. It's nope. just like a bunch of horny dudes like getting pulled away like, by their wives and and shit like yeah, that. licking their lips, like oh, man. you know, making their eyes bug out, like making smoochy faces and stuff like that. Like it is, you know, and this is, I'm not going to harp on this, but they're doing this in response to a UFO that came in and turned security guards into birds (laughs) as well. Like nobody, the appropriate fear um, about this. (laughs) Nobody realizes the leader could show up at any time. Like they've, the fashion industry has never been robbed before. I think that's what we have learning right now. (laughs) The leader is the least of the worries, uh, on, on this whole thing. Have you, Jeremy, this is a good time for me to, uh, to, to, let you in on a little something. I heard talk to you about, uh, you know who Brian Wilson is, right? The, the singer? Yeah. Yeah, the Beach Boys guy? Yeah, yeah. You ever, you ever hear Smart Girls? I, I mean, I don't, I don't really know any of the titles, but uh, I would assume, let's right. say no for the conversation. So that is a, a, a rap song that Brian Wilson made in the 80s. Uh, that has to be heard to be believed. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> that is, the, all the beats and stuff are made up of samples from the Beach Boys. And it's about how he likes smart girls as opposed to just, you know, dumb girls. Um, and uh, not, to, I mean, if you want, I, I've talked about it before on duck feed, you can either cut it in now or just solemnly swear to me that you will check it out after the podcast. I'm listening to it, it has right to be now. Heard to be believed. <laughs> okay. It has to be heard to be fucking believed. Like it's really pretty amazing. Um, all the beat toy songs that are in the samples are at different tempos and stuff. Like it's really, really fucked up. Songs of surf and sun and sand. I make great music with my band. Songs of dance to and songs of joy. Cause I'm the original. 
but this makes me think of that. Like, it's like, these are like, this is that fashion show. It's the Brian Wilson smart girls fashion show. This is incredible. Isn't it something like the chorus is like kind of catchy, but also just like makes me want to die. Um, and he, uh, surprise, surprise, Brian Wilson, not a super great rapper. Um, weirdly aggressive. There's some really strange things happening in that song. I will I will cut some of that in for the listeners, and then I will okay. go back and listen to this, this full thing later. I always love it when a rapper starts with "My name is Brian." I don't know. That's how you. That's how you know he's about to kill it in the cipher. That's how. That's how the freestyle. That's how the battle rappers do it. Like every every famous rapper always starts it out Especially with the ones "My name is Brian." Yeah. My name is Brian. My name is Ted, and I am here to say. <laughs> <laughs> I like smart girls in an intelligent way. Uh, <laughs> it's it is one of my favorite. I can't remember how I found that, but it is one of the best secrets. That's terrifying, um, and I hate it. <clears throat> yeah, it, it's disgusting. It's pretty repulsive because the Beach Boys are good, but not good. Um, so they show the different kinds of models. Some of them are like tech geniuses. Some, one of them's a ninja. Of course, um, the ninja has a bikini that turns into like a, a batleth, like turns into a Klingon like. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a staff, the sash turns into a staff, which is just yep. hilarious to me. Um, yep. Betty shows up uh, and she she looks almost normal at first. She's got like a little lab coat thing going. And then mm. she just takes that off again. Extremely strip club thing happening here. And it's yep. just like a bikini. Like it's just like a, a, a weird looking bikini. And of course, Bruce is kind of like, oh, my God, I can't I can't believe that you're here. And, oh, yeah, I have a girlfriend. I have a fiance. I forgot. <laughs> Who you knew? Know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know why I'm in Miami with my with my cousin and I have a fiance at home. That's a very strange <laughs> yeah. thing for me to do. And it's been going on for months. <laughs> Completely uh, normal guy <laughs> stuff over here, everybody. Yep. Just looking, trying to get funding and, and trying to get odd jobs as opposed to being with my fiance. Um, so, you know, it's coming back and forth. The crowd is fucking loving this. They're, you know, licking the floor. We we cut over to uh, to the gargoyle. And he uh, he's going to put sleeping gas in here, but he's also horned out. Like he's watching, he's like, there's no way I'm going to miss this. Um, and just staring at the swimsuit section because he wants to see, see She-Hulk. Gargoyle, you're a criminal. You can buy, you can buy a Playboy. I mean, like, yeah. you can just go get one. Just go, like, it's 1997. And, like, the internet exists and you can find porn, I promise. And is there any chance in this world that if you Googled, like, She-Hulk panty slip or something like that? It wouldn't be just tons and tons of tabloid pictures of the She-Hulk getting out of cars and very, very purposely spreading her legs to show off Beeve and then, like, getting up. New tab. You know, like, she, she's like way into that stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, I can't imagine that the, the, the She-Hulk in this universe is not leaking her own nudes to, to the tabloids. Do you want a, like, a thong with She-Hulk's face on it, Gary? Like sorta, <laughs> kind of, um, <laughs> maybe a little. I don't not want it. Uh, the, the, um, so he he's watching that, and it is just uh, it's you know. So we're cutting back and forth between that and the swimsuit section with lots of just like cartoon sex shots. Like this is just cheesecake for kids. Yep. I guess um, at this point they they just they're just going to lean into it. Like this show is no longer for. Or this show is exactly for thirteen and fourteen year old boys who just you know. <laughs> can't stay up getting that hbo shot <clears throat> i was thinking about that um the the horniness like drops off precipitously in this episode part of me thinks that you know so the, the show's obviously struggling at this point because they they wrap up in just a couple episodes and it's like a very fast unsatisfying wrap up 
I think somebody was like, okay, guys, the end is coming. Let's get it all of our system. And then they did this episode. Like, Let's let's go out with a bang. You know what I'm saying, guys? Yeah. And like everybody yeah. in the writer's room, oh, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Like, all, the, all the audience of this cartoon is just the writer's room. Like those are all the writers for the show. It's Ron Merrick and John Semper. It's not just, just, like, it's not just Lou Ferrigno that got a, that yeah, got a cameo in this. Just like Kool-Aid Manning into the writer's room and be like, yeah! Uh, <laughs> because they... So on, back on the floor, uh, the uh, after Gargoyle doesn't, you know, deploy the sleeping gas, uh, we get this montage of like all it's like a black and white shot of all four ladies in like pinup poses and yep. uh, color shots in the middle of like what's like them walking down the thing. And there's literally literally like boob and ass shots during these yeah, montages. It's like a Duran Duran video. It's really like it's really fucking but yeah. with way worse music. And I and I'm not a yeah. huge Duran Duran fan, so that's saying <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah. and of course the surprise in all of this is that She Hulk shows up and yep. um she's she's not wearing a whole lot of clothes either. The the whole sax music starts playing again and uh she she winks at her cousin to let him know that they fucking <laughs> later you know what i'm saying yeah, just, just, yeah just in just in case i wore the one you like and it's like what are you you're trying to set me up with my fiance though i don't you're such weird mixed messages she hulk god damn it i mean if we're already yeah. doing incest incest and incest threesome yeah. is not that big of a stretch yeah, right like just, let's just yeah. get, let's just get betty into it yeah just uh um, we can pretend the, that uh, she's your cousin too bruce yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, she's gonna have her role play as the hulk or as, as she hulk like bruce trying Betty. to get general ross to adopt him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay dad oh you're not married yet son no 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 i mean seriously call yeah, me yeah, son seriously yeah like call me son please let me be be my uncle um the uh so gargoyle super into she hulk during this um what the uh at this point the uh ogress has put on a wedding dress and snuck into the backstage to come out as uh <laughs> as 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 in the fashion model world everybody who is okay with all of this stuff and is okay with a she-hulk and the ufo that turns security guards into birds is now like ew gross ugly woman you know at this point and as she's coming out she's not self-aware because this whole thing is a cruel joke about the ogress and she looks at the camera and says, Dennis Rodman, eat your heart out. Excuse me? And I'm trying to, like, so Dennis Rodman wore a wedding dress at one point. I think that's what that's a reference to. Uh, that's all I got. And now Dennis Rodman is this weird Trump-supporting uh, fan of the of the, the bad Korea. I can't remember what it is. But it's, uh, you know, Dennis Rodman has had a very weird life trajectory. And this was when we just thought it was weird because he dressed outlandishly. So, it's a simpler time. Yeah, I, uh, I, it's, it's very strange to me that like this Dennis Rodman would get a shout out on a Hulk cartoon. Like, it's just very weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, she Hulk is not having any of this bullshit. She's like, you're too ugly no. to be on my stage and I'm going to kick you off <laughs> yeah. of it. Yeah. This is about me providing boners to the community. Yeah. And you are cock blocking an entire nation of men right now. <laughs> my cousin <laughs> isn't even scratching his crotch. What am I supposed to be yeah. doing right now? <laughs> you're distracting my cousin. He is not horned and you got to go. Uh, she, they start fighting, but the gargoyle seals the doors and starts sleep gassing everybody. Yep. Um, Betty and the She-Hulk get out the back before this happens. 
and Hulk, uh, you know, or Bruce like turns into Hulk because of the sleep gas, but the sleep gas immediately works on him, which I didn't think would work. And if it's that easy, it feels like the leader should have, uh, thought of this a little bit earlier. I, uh, I feel uh, like the now. last four episodes of this season of television, uh, has a lot of different ways that the Hulk can be inca- incapacitated that nobody had really thought about before. <laughs> yep. Cause I think in <laughs> one of these episodes, well. he just gets shot and he just lays down and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yep. Like you should have tried a sleeping gas. You should have tried a bullet. You should have tried an amulet. There's lots of things you could try. Um, so Hulk, Hulk lays down the abomination who is leading those guys and he doesn't get lines or anything, but just to remind you that he's there, um, starts going in there and he starts gathering up rich and famous people. Um, and he says, Hey, like hey, leader of the Hulk is here. Leader's like, Hey, grab him too. Why not? But uh, Gargoyle has run off at this point because he's trying to get into the dressing room to fucking sniff panties or whatever. Um, do disgusting shit that the Gargoyle wants to do. Um, the girls um, kind of see him coming. So they, they all jump yeah. into a laundry chute to, to get out. Um, yeah. And then as, as, they're, as they're exploring this, uh, Ogress is there and Gargoyle is just like constantly running this chick down because she's like holding up a, like a piece of clothes. And is like, do you think I could fit yeah. this? It's like only if they put him in ugly monster sizes. And I'm like, Jesus, dude. <laughs> That's so fucking mean. And then she puts it on. She's like, look how it stretches. And I'm like, this is just being mean to somebody who is not all there. Like, this is like taking the time to kick a child. Also, gargoyle, like stones and glass houses, my man. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm not, I'm totally fine with you having you know converted yourself into this weird creature and trying to get back out of that situation. But uh, maybe don't insult your fellow weird creature people. Yeah, (laughs) at the same time, you are not better looking than 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 the ogress at this point. Um, Okay, real nobody needs real talk, Gary. (laughs) Who would you do? Yeah, you got the you got the choice. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, uh, ogress. You're going ogres? Yeah, totally. <clears throat> ogres got a vagina. Like, I'm into those. Oh, like, I, would, I was just going to lean into it and be like, both of y'all, come on in. <laughs> like, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> just why not? If in for a penny, in for a pound, thing, you know? <laughs> Might as well commit. <laughs> yeah. The, um, like, yeah. I, I, uh, the, uh, and also, like, I imagine in this world, like, given that the entire universe has, like, She-Hulk fever or whatever, the ogress would not be the least desirable person in this world because. From the neck down, the ogress is not that different than She-Hulk. Yeah, she's, she's a little just bulkier up. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. That'd be, it, but if you're like into big muscles and green ladies, like in kind of mutants, like if this is your thing in this world, mm-hmm. you could do way worse than the ogress. Like the ogress is the second most desirable person in this world. You know? <laughs> so more power to you, ogress. I just, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> the ogress is the second most attractive person in this world. It just really threw me for a loop there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you short-circuited something in my brain. I'm just like, I can't. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> for, for for these perverts who are just like way into She-Hulk, you know. Yeah. Um, so now we go back to our to our ladies uh, who are still dressed yeah. in their in their high fashioned bikinis and uh, that vaguely represent who they are and what they do. Uh, they start hacking into the mainframe because they're super smart, and uh, <laughs> yep. they all start yep. uh, like basically saying like we're going to take them out and doing like warrior ninja pose kind of stuff, like classic yep. comic book poses, and it's really fucking weird. And I, I yeah, I, man, extreme, you know. Extreme, extremely weird. Uh, this is, I think, where they might call themselves the fashion warriors. They're going to stop the kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the police have arrived outside, and they get blown up by the by the gamma. <laughs> in the notes, the gamma dweebs, which <laughs> like, it's, it's very accurate. Um, the leader projects himself on the jumbotron and just says, "Like this time, I just need money. Give me a hundred million dollars for the hostages." 
and then starts blasting the cops with rays. <laughs> I like, <laughs> it's like you're no, no one's good at this. I like this because it's 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 a classic leader move because he can't like he's so egomaniacal that he can't like the the smarter thing to do here would make Gargoyle do this because then you could set up Gargoyle as the mastermind later. But like he can't let yeah. himself do that. Like he has to a like Too he's not going to not shoot cops. Like let's get that clear. Yeah. Like the leader is out here shooting cops no matter what. Uh, yeah. And also, and also, he's got to be like the face of his Blue own life splatter crime. So, yeah, yeah, the um, yeah, it, it's a uh, and it's it, you know, this is a way not to get your demands met if you actually want the money. You know, so there's an element of him maybe being in denial about their financial troubles too, because the gargoyle seems like the chief financial officer of this enterprise. And just imagine in like 2019, this kind of thing going down where like the leader comes on a screen and is like, I have captured all the rich and everyone in the country is like, fuck them. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Whatever you got to do with them, dog. Leader? I've got Welcome Elon to Musk. <laughs> <laughs> fuck him up, Chris. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> like leader is Antifa. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, the mayor calls the calls Gargoyle. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also it's extremely like, funny to me. He's got it on speed dial and says, "Like, okay, the ransom will be delivered in thirty minutes." It's pretty good, uh, but Gargoyle can't find the uh, the fashion warriors. He's still looking for those. He's still thinking with his dick. Um, and also, the fashion warriors are going to try to take down the security system. So he's, you know, they're going to fuck up the plan before they can get the money. And uh, um, they're going to go through the yeah. ventilation system to do this. Uh, they. And, and instead of just like grabbing it and then pulling it off the wall, which is relatively simple to do, uh, she she like roundhouse kicks a vent grate yep. <laughs> off the wall, which is extremely impressive. Like that's that's that takes some talent. <laughs> Very funny. And then one of them throws a high heel at a camera. Yep. Like these are awesome powers. Uh, Absolutely. You know, yeah, yeah. One of, the, one of these know? people's name is Pussy Galore in the in the, in the yep. IMDb. I guarantee it. Like I didn't actually 100%. go look, but I'm I'm almost positive. Would not be surprised. Um, so Gargoyle thinks that She-Hulk is the one who killed the cameras, not that she had help. Even though She-Hulk could do all this, She-Hulk's just like letting other people do it, you know, for fun. But like, you know, She-Hulk is a superhero and could probably just handle all this shit too. Um, which, it, but, uh, Gargoyle thinks She-Hulk did it. And so he wants to go check it out. Like, oh, if she fucked up the cameras. I gotta go meet her and ask her out. <laughs> it seems like but, the perfect <laughs> time to get laid. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, you know, this time she'll love me. Um, but the leader doesn't go for this. The leader sends Ogress because, uh, you know, he's not an idiot. And it's like, well, the Ogress doesn't have a crazy boner for she Hulk. You know, maybe the Ogress won't fuck this up. Yep. Um, no. so, Meanwhile, while all of this was happening, She-Hulk and Betty uh, were going up like this uh, elevator shaft to try to get to somewhere. I forget what they're trying to accomplish, but he's basically just like fireman carrying uh, Betty. When Ogre starts taking the elevator down, it like cuts their line or something, so they start falling. Um, and then I, I kind of like looked away to make a note or something, and like she had just rebounded back up into the elevator somehow. Like I didn't understand she the bounced. physics. So at the bottom of the elevator, there's a big green, um, like bouncy house. It looks like a bouncy castle. Really? Yeah. She, she lands on that and then jumps off of it and like bounces off of it. I, that's not how elevators work. No, no. It's exceedingly silly. <laughs> nah. It makes no sense. Um, so, but her and Ogress fight, uh, Ogress knocks her out of the elevator and she promptly gets like hit by one of the defense lasers. So she's kind of out of commission for a little bit. Uh, Betty jumps in and kind of intercedes and then uh, very quickly she gets kidnapped and taken to the leader where she's like she's just placed right next to Hulk and uh, who has been put into a stasis chamber because that's what the leader does is he brings those motherfuckers around with him everywhere he goes just in case he kidnaps a Hulk. Yeah, exactly. And they work now. 
Yes, for the first time ever. Or maybe the yeah. Hulk is just weak now. Like throughout these four episodes, man, like they just he's just kind yeah. of a weak Hulk. Hulk sucks now. It's because he's draining his vital cum. <laughs> like it's being, it's getting laid too often. Like it's like the fucking uh you know, uh what's it what's its head? Uh uh Doctor Strange Love. Yeah, know, where it's yeah. like the vital fluids, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, the rest we we come back to the rest of the fashion warriors are planning to take out this electric grid. Uh, and one of them finds a drone and then reprograms it to become a bomb because they're all geniuses, not just in one thing, but in everything. Except in taking um, down power grids, because when they take down the power grid, uh, one of the chicks just throws a pipe hammer at it and it takes yeah. down the power grid. <laughs> a pipe hammer genius. Which causes none of the lights to go out in the, in the, in the place. So like, I don't even nope. know what's happening here. But yeah, I also like nope. that she reprograms the drone to explode and then um, also reprograms it to send the explode command to all of the other drones. And like, why are you programming these things to explode, dog? Like, why does that even yeah. command? <laughs> yeah, they, they have all have self-destructs that uh, she can she can hack into. The uh, She-Hulk is, is lasers are fighting from the security system are, are pinning down the She-Hulk there, but the hack works. So she gets out. She-Hulk knocks the ogress down an elevator shaft. Um, so it kind of takes care of that for now. The fashion warriors decide to, to, you know, take out this power as we mentioned. Um, when Hulk eventually wakes up, he sees Betty, you know, and the ogress who has just had her ass handed to her shows up, uh, kind of walks into the door as well. Hey guys, um, didn't really work out so like, well. Did not make it. Shut up, you ugly idiot! Oh, like, Having a pretty bad day. Yeah. Could you, could use some support? Fuck you, ugly! <laughs> just like you, just be nice to ogres for one fucking second. Um, leader notices that Hulk is waking up though, uh, so he's like, "Now it's time to get that money." Yeah, yeah, I gotta get my money and get the fuck out of here. Like I, the Hulk, yeah, well, Hulk has never led to a, a successful criminal enterprise for me. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so they have a bomb they planted with the hostages, which, which will blow up. Like they're, they're trying to, uh, you know, they still have this as they kind of their ace in the hole. The, yeah. the most impressive thing about this bomb is that it is on screen. Like it's programmed for 60 seconds, like you mentioned, but it's on the screen for maybe a fraction of that time. <laughs> like yeah. they didn't set this bomb up, but like it just appears. And then like in a couple of minutes, like it's just going to get taken care of. Like it's no big deal. And it just, yeah, it, I, it, it just cracked me there. up. <laughs> as an editor, I would have cut out the bomb. <laughs> Can we lose the bomb? <laughs> I, like, yeah, I don't think we need the bomb to make this plot work. They just have hostages. You don't need a hostages and a bomb. Um, so he's about to get his money, but unfortunately Hulk has woke up and he's got his fashion warriors to back him up uh, and the cops show up. So now it's a big fight uh, with Hulk and the fashion warriors on one side versus the, uh, the gamma squad. Yep. Uh, gargoyle and the leader jump up into their like jet plane. And uh, the gargoyle does this really just disgusting, like slurping, licking his lip sound like Mark Hamill. What was your direction? Yeah. <laughs> and where were you going with this? Don't... The direction was eat jello. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to eat this jello shot with your tongue only, please. That's what yep. that's the noise I need you to make right now. Yep. Mark Hamill. The, yeah, the fuck it, dude. It's nineteen ninety seven. I'm high on cocaine. Fuck Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I'm the Joker now. Um the uh I hate Chewie. So yeah. There I said it. <laughs> He's, he always smelled bad. I hate the fucking Star Wars monster. He's an idiot. Um so uh they're getting out. The leader and the gargoyle are trying to get out of there and just cut their losses and like go get jobs. At one point earlier, gargoyle said, "If we fail this, it's time for us to realize we have to get jobs." <laughs> and I wish that had been a spinoff series so much. Like that's so good. Hey, Marvel announced that oh. what if thing. Maybe maybe we could get some some mileage out of that. Mm-hmm. Really, really great. Um, but the Hulk, uh, with an unusual amount of intelligence, throws the bomb at 
the the uh into the ocean there mm-hmm. which then sinks their ship yep like their their ship yeah like it explodes and enough to sink their ship um so so they go we cut back real briefly to, the, to oh no wait to wait the, i'm sorry gary no 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 he just throws the bomb in the ocean the ship just runs out of gas oh fuck <laughs> yeah because <laughs> the leader is like i can't believe you let it run out of gas and gargo's like what i can't, i don't have any money to buy gas man this yeah. is your ship i don't it, know what to do these are the guys who are gonna go to like the gas station and put 80 cents in the tank jesus Christ. you know <laughs> like when that shit happens this is sad as hell so yeah you're right they, they go into the ocean because of gas problems <laughs> uh, but the bomb is down there the bomb it was totally inconsequential um have i the, uh, uh did i tell you the story uh, about the guy that i knew that was on a volunteer fire truck force like a volunteer fire department i don't think so and he um he was telling me like he, he had to quit because all of the volunteer all the other volunteers were so incompetent and uh he said mm-hmm. the, the the day finally came is when he got a call there was some building on fire so he he jumps into the fire truck and he's like racing to the scene and realizes that the fire truck is out of gas so he has to like pull over to get gas on the way to the fire. Oh my god! <laughs> and he was like, and then I I just knew I was I I, I know I, I know I could help people, but I just don't think those people are gonna let me help people. And I'm like, yeah, dude, <laughs> so, not cut out. Anyway, yeah. Oh they, god. They, um, and we wrap this up with with She Hulk outside, like presumably talking to reporters about how her and the the fashion warriors, which will not show up again in season two. Like we have three more nope. episodes after this, or not- or in in the rest of the Marvel universe or anything. The fashion warriors. This is a done in one kind of situation. So let me just say, Marvel's fashion warriors. Maybe it's on the Max line, the Marvel Max. <laughs> <laughs> It's all um, Hulk stuff, yeah, yeah, not, not yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. This is it. This is it for the fashion warriors. Wow. Um. So they're gonna write a book about the fashion warriors. So like, man, I would not want to read that book. Um, I, Gary, they made an animated version of it. I didn't really want to watch a twenty-minute cartoon about it. Can you imagine yeah. trying to read a three-hundred-page book about this? Yeah. <laughs> um. And then at the bottom of the ocean, when the leadership doesn't have any gas, it's being circled by sharks with a grim, <laughs> the grim kind of foreshadowing about what is going to happen to them. Extremely terrifying. Uh, this is yeah. They are going to die. Uh, due to uh, four, and they're weird mutant sharks. They have four fins. Um, which is really strange. And that's the end. So that was the end of their entire arc. All the pathos, everything we 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 you know how much of a better villain the leader was. How he sometimes was more sophisticated. All of that stuff has now ended with him, uh, getting. Uh, killed by sharks because he's out of gas which is i mean so, honestly one of the best endings for a supervillain that we've ever had like it's pretty good <laughs> like if it's actually if, it's pretty funny if um, uh if you know. x-men if whatever they're calling the phoenix x-men movie like if that just ends with magneto at the bottom of an ocean and like because his because his <laughs> magneto car ran out of gas i would i'm gonna be kind of into it my man i'm gonna be honest with you it's just gonna cut away for one second to apocalypse at the bottom of the ocean <laughs> like in the apocalypse mobile you know with the giant um, a on the, on the front yeah with a big a on the front and then and that's and then it's gonna cut back you know because i don't think at the end of that movie i don't think he's necessarily dead he's just defeated so the uh they have to deal with him somehow so that's that fucking episode um this episode is more serious for like half of it which makes it a little bit worse to my mind so moving on the second episode which is is to my mind not quite as fun um this is hollywood rocks uh written by ron our friend ron merrick and diane fresco which is probably why it's slightly less horny um this is uh aired on uh, november 9th 1997 Doctor Doom returns and steals equipment from Banner that would prevent asteroids from harming the Earth. Meanwhile, She-Hulk gets cast in a movie, but there's more to this production than it seems. 
not that much more <laughs> there's the, uh, <laughs> there's not a lot more to it and what is there is very confusing because i did not really understand what happened until like the very end when I, literally dr doom had to explain to me what he just did and i was still like i don't did they show that i don't understand what's happening <laughs> i i am exceedingly confused by this episode and like part of it was i was multitasking like it's very hard to watch this cartoon and not do something at the same time and that's just the reality of days of future cast right like <laughs> that's where we even are during now. that's where we are <laughs> it's just that's where we've always been like even good episodes of the x-men i would have a browser window open you know i'd still watch it and everything i'm paying attention but it just you know it's it's hard not to have something else occupying my mind at least a little bit right like i'm like looking at twitter just a little bit or i'm on the slack a little bit this one to understand this this would have demanded my entire attention and it didn't get it. So I only kind of understand what happened in this episode. The main takeaway is She-Hulk is now Xena, the warrior princess, except she's called Greena. And uh, Greena, the warrior princess, paraglides. And that's like the big thing I got from this. I feel like so. they they leaned so much into weird movie puns. And like Doctor Doom is a pun machine in this. Like it's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Like you need to smile for the camera, baby. And I'm like, what? Who are you? Like Victor yeah. Von Doom would Peter never Parker? like tell someone to smile yeah. for the camera. Yeah. You're not a quip villain. You're not arcade. And it and it starts out. Do him. Have some dignity. Yeah, you know? seriously. Uh, and it starts out just as dumb as you might imagine, with a, a bunch of uh, like hunks who we quickly learn are gold medalist volleyball players well, getting getting schooled that, by She Hulk. That would make tons of sense, but this entire episode has a framing device of a DJ talking about asteroids. Oh yeah, I did. I did. I scrolled down. I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot to talk about the DJ <laughs> framing device because I don't even understand what this is. Like every once in a while, it cuts to like a voice showing asteroids from space and a voiceover who's like kind of like a good morning Vietnam style DJ talking about asteroids. Keep it, keep it green um, out there. Holly weird. And I'm like, who are yeah. you? What is, yeah. Is this supposed to be art bell? Like who, who is this? It's like, it's, what is the, what is happening here? So there, there is a through line throughout this or not a throughout, but like there is, there is something that's mentioned about this where um, we see this and he's like, man, there's all kinds of asteroids out there, man. They're going to hit the world and they're going to explode the world, man. And it's all set up as this like, you know, typical conspiracy theorist bullshit. Um, but then later we're going to get to the lab and one of the scientists tells Bruce like, man, if the general public knew how much, how many asteroids were really getting close to hitting earth, they probably freak out a little bit. Like, I think that's what they were <laughs> doing there, but it, like they don't sell this stuff very well at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, so now we go to the beach with the, uh, the Olympic medalist, uh, volleyball players yes. where she Hulk is beating them all. Uh, <laughs> grabs a, a jet ski. She Hulk is such a creature of pure id. <laughs> like she just does whatever she, I kind of respect she Hulk. Like, they're not doing anything with this, but the idea that like the incredible Hulk, like Bruce Banner Hulk is all of like the anger, you know, that, that you, you repress and everything. And the she Hulk just being like the horny thief who disregards every single societal moray. Um, and that's how her Hulkness, you know, manifests the fact that she's she Hulk all the time, kind of like undercuts that or anything. But if she was like, sometimes she was just Jennifer Walters. And then just when she hulked out, she's like, yeah, fuck yeah. I want a jet ski. Yeah, I'm gonna go eat some French toast. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna pay for it. I don't like paying for things. Fuck it. Fuck like, a cheat day. Yeah. I am the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, I am a human cheat day. Like, and that is cheating on cheating on my cousin, cheating on my taxes, cheating on my diet, cheating on uh, you know, just property laws. Like, everything gets cheated on. Like, that would have been a really interesting way to take it. And I think the car- the comics have done that, but the cartoon is just like, what if there is a horny lady? Yes, you know, so. And what if she was just like willing to do anything at any time? And uh, yeah, yep. she, she jumps on this jet ski and says that she's going to take it to rip a curl or two, which I thought 
was an expression for pooping. To be honest with you, I thought oh, she was really? yeah. no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but the, this version of the She-Hulk we're talking about would just take like a fucking giant dump and then just like angrily challenge everyone to be horny by it. You know? Absolutely, like, just, like, you, yeah. you know you like it, sugar. You know, <laughs> 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 um, uh, the uh, uh, so we're we're in so, Hollywood. Uh, so we've gone from Miami to Hollywood, and I want to say we were yep. in Chicago the last time. So again, this this we whirlwind Miami. tour of of cousin fucking cousin dating that we we've yeah. been going on in the season two. We, we were in Chicago when we dealt with Mister Fix It. The fashion show was in Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. so I just all over the place in New York before that. Yep. So we're we're everywhere. Yep. Yep, um, yep. Um, they uh, Banner is here ostensibly to help the scientists finish a uh, a asteroid removal device <clears throat> using some yep. gamma bullshit, and uh, they test it with like a, a little bit of rock, which they immediately shoot into the water cooler, and then everybody like fills yep. a glass up in the water cooler and just lets it pour on the goddamn floor because we all animals, and it's not a fucking scientific <laughs> lab or anything. <laughs> Nobody wants to stop that from pouring. Every you could just literally put it on its side. <laughs> it's the unclean room. Oh, jeez. Yep. Um, um, but of course, as soon as they test it, Doom shows up. He blows the door in. Um, he's brought some really ugly robots with them. I guess these are his like in last year's model robots that yeah, he's just trying squads. to clear out. Yeah. yeah, the Farm League. Yeah, yeah. This is this is my B squad uh, in Darkest Dungeon. Is that what this is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, and he he wants to rule that very again, of course, and he wants to get revenge on Bruce because Bruce Banner fucked up his plans last season. And a real rare like even acknowledgement that the first season happened of this cartoon. Yeah, and they don't—they um, don't often go back to it. Um, but boy, when they do, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they certainly do. So the, the robots start uh, kind of removing the scientists, and then we're now. So this is another place. Like I'm going to call it these places where I looked down for a second, looked back up, and had no idea what was going on <laughs> because I looked up, and now we are on a psychic chessboard. Um, and this is to show we've never shown this kind of. You know, Bruce can just kind of turn into different hulks. Usually, you know, it just kind of happens. Yeah, we don't need to show psychic chess. But we're showing psychic chess where a chess piece turns into Gray Hulk and starts fighting Green Hulk. So it's like which Hulk gets control. And it's interesting because like this is one of the few through lines of the season. Like we're actually like that's going to keep happening up until the finale. And I think that's yeah. I actually think it's kind of cool, even though it's like I, I don't know <clears throat> it doesn't mean anything, right? It doesn't mean anything in yeah. the story that much. Like it's just like, oh, like it's not like <clears throat> It'd be way more interesting if Grey Hulk just wasn't so helpful when he came out, or if Green Hulk yeah. was way more destructive than he actually is. But it just comes out like which of the two wise cracking voice actors are going to appear on set today? Yeah, like, that's all this yeah. is. Are they gonna are they gonna make sentences or just grunts? Yeah, you know. And the the this is very cool. Um, it's just there's no room for it this season because of She Hulk. Yeah, like, and I'm not complaining about that. Like, I thought the She Hulk stuff has been extremely fun, but this idea of there being like a smart Hulk that is kind of that version of his uh him letting out his animal but being not you know not being an idiot being intelligent about it is really interesting and this is all stuff that they do better in the comics and stuff it's just this cartoon has not spent enough time with it yeah you know um dr doom like walks back into the lab and is surprised to see the hulk there and i'm like what you you, you knew yeah. i mean like you were there like you're the you're one trying that, to get revenge on banner yeah you know, like you know banner's hulk <laughs> you gotta know unless you're just a unless because that's when hulk calls him dr dumb hulk enemy which i find very very yeah. funny it's really good <laughs> yeah extremely good um and they like they, they're setting us up for a fight and then uh Dr. Doom triggers an explosive device that uh, the Green Hulk is actually holding, and that kind of knocks him away enough for long enough that uh, Doom can, can can get away with all of his robots and to scientists. Um, mm-hmm. And we go back over to yeah. She-Hulk, uh, who is waiting for a ride from Bruce. 
Uh, so she's calling his cell phone, which just goes straight to voicemail or, or whatever it does. Uh, and then yep. we see Hulk who picks up the cell phone out of his pocket, which like, man, do you remember when they used to make cell phones that would survive Hulk transformations? Like my yeah. fucking iPhone <laughs> bends in my jeans as it is. And I'm oh, not a Hulk. Oh, oh, the Hulks are like, they're all like original game boys. <laughs> like they just last. <laughs> Yeah. The only cell phone provider yeah. for the, it was serve hulks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he thinks this is a bomb because the, the, the intelligence of the Hulk is really variable when he's green Hulk. So he looks at it and he goes, beep, 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 go, boop, boop. And throws the, the phone away. Like, okay, green Hulk. That definitely reminds um, me of, uh, I don't know why, but that, that stupid dinosaur sitcom show, like it just, it's very much like, it's just a oh, line sure. that the baby would read like beep, beep, go boom, boom. And I would not be like, the Hulk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not the mama. Um, I'll be your mama green stuff. Oh no. Um, oh no. The crossover. <laughs> literally nobody ever wanted <laughs> run away. <laughs> you the mama. Like, yeah, <laughs> like the sexual awakening of the dinosaur's baby has brought on by the coward. She elk. <laughs> I go, through, <laughs> I go through puberty when I'm three. <laughs> yeah, like, you understand how dinosaur physiology works? Um, <laughs> it's not gross for us. This is the second podcast I, in like a month that I've recorded where it just, just descends into dinosaur fucking. I don't know why this keeps happening to me. <laughs> um, anyway, so, so She-Hulk uh, is, you know, can't, can't get a hold of him. She goes to the Walk of Fame and just draws, uses her super strength to draw her name on the sidewalk. Hey, still did more um, to earn it than than Trump did. Ew. Yeah, to- absolutely. And also just, again, she helps total disregard for laws in the face of her own ego. Um, and then uh, there's a, there's a runaway oil tanker that we haven't really, uh, you know, dealt with or hasn't shown up, but is now on the scene. And she stops it from killing this old woman. And uh, it turns out, though, that there is no oil tanker. This is a movie that's being uh, filmed, and this was a stunt. Um, I like the, uh, the these two, uh, two guys show up and go, uh, you know, Hey, you know, I like this, uh, this idea you painting yourself green, but this is a union job. Get off the set. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, why is no one ever scared? Yeah. The goddamn cartoon, like the stunt guy dressed up like the old lady pushing the baby, I think really worked for me. Like it just, it just yeah. like, like the, it's a weird attention to detail in this cartoon that like literally nobody is watching. Doesn't do point. that. Yeah. 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 I'm genuinely pretty funny. Uh, this is when she's approached by Rance, who is a uh, a famous director in this in this universe that she Hulk recognizes. Uh, she recognizes from his films like Shark of the Fin, I think is what it was, which was a yeah, or uh, Cast a Blanket. I, I don't know. Yeah, cast, I like I like Cast a Blanket. Are these just erotic versions of famous movies? Is that what's I don't uh, I don't know. I assume Cast a Cast a Blanket is cute. That sounds cute to me. You think so? But. Yeah, we could be like, I mean, I suppose the blankets are in bed, you know, and so is sex, but also blankets are cute. Like blankets are cozy and nice. You know, I don't know, man. Um, When I was 13 or 14, blanket was nothing but like a, like a, 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 like a finger intrusion device. Like that was all the only thing going (laughs) on. Grab my device. (laughs) It's July. It's July in in the middle of a, of a hot season and you know, middle of summer in Louisiana and I'm 13 years old. Like, do you want to wear a blanket and watch this movie? (laughs) Just, just, just curious. (laughs) Man, I'm getting a little chilly watching Wayne's world. Aren't you Darla? <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, I guess I suppose that could be what cast of blankets about. Um, <laughs> Let's, I don't know. We could keep going. Like if you want to riff on it for a while, we could just keep coming up with ideas. Um, <laughs> no, I think you got it in one. Um, so he's he's 
smitten. He's like, we're starting a new movie today. You need to be in it. And she, of course, like she can't get a hold of her, her cousin who turns into a monster, but that's of less concern than like getting more attention paid to her. Uh, so she's like, yeah, let's do it. So now we are cutting over to them shooting this movie, <laughs> Just which like is called smash cut <laughs> to yep. the, in the middle of a totally different <laughs> yep. film thing and looking like they're back in yep. the desert, by the way, like just yep, yep. out of the middle of the desert where she is green, warrior princess. Yep. Uh, obviously, obviously Xena, she's wearing armor and a sword, but it's kind of like tech looking like the, the, the armor does not look, you know, Xena appropriate. They didn't have that kind of armor in Xena times. I do like that. Uh, um, she's obviously wearing like it's full body armor. I mean, not full body. Like it starts mm-hmm. from like the cleavage down, but it goes like throughout her body, but they were like, Oh wait, we need to sex it up a little bit. So they just like drew a thong where her underwear yep. would be like, on top of the armor. <laughs> and I'm like, it. sure. Yeah, yep. that's fine. I guess that's fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Yeah, it is a little bit like wearing like free balling it with underwear and then wearing underwear on the outside of it. Yeah, exactly. Free balling with armor, which is pretty fucked up. Um, so uh, the director is getting on her nerves. She doesn't like it. They start filming. Yeah, we should. Um, I mean, we should talk. This guy's a sleazebag, right? Like he's like, oh yeah, baby, oh she hulk darling. Like he's 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 definitely like a stereotype like movie producer. Honestly, I thought he was going to get her on the casting couch when he first showed up. Like that's that's totally the, the angle that he was taking in all of this. That is definitely the vibe, for sure. Um, he's being gross. They start filming. She cuts off, uh, this like, you know, thing, this like doodad bit of, of tech stuff that she's fighting and then runs off to a hang glider and jumps off like a cliff and leaves the set. Um, and it's all part of the movie though. Cause like he calls, I think that the hang glider was there for this movie. I don't know what this movie is about. Um, but this is just so that she can happen to see the Hulk. Well, I don't even so, think like, she just did this. sees the Hulk. Like the Hulk sees her flying around. Like, oh, Hulk he, sees her. Yeah, he's yeah. hanging out in the in the O in Hollywood, uh, and he's like, "Jennifer, fly!" <laughs> like he's very confused about what's yeah. happening. Hollywood has not been good for for the Incredible yeah. Hulk. I'm just gonna say that out and, loud. And there's just like a question for the Hulk is like, why aren't you fighting Doctor Doom? Yeah. Right now? Like, why are you going and sitting down in the O? You know, I just don't. Uh, it's very weird. Um, um I, I didn't i didn't i didn't get this uh hang glider sequence at all either like it just she just leaves and she's like calls into the dude and he's like yeah yeah now just land and give it to the guy and so when she lands it's at this like it's obviously at another film scene but nobody's there and dr doom shows up and i guess this was all a ploy like dr doom set this up so that she hulk would go get this actual important device that he needed to make the mm-hmm. beam into a different kind of beam and boy am i checking out pretty quickly at this point it, it is a level of planning that is pretty hard to to buy i mean can, um, just dr doom's i'm just picturing yeah. like dr doom like calling rants on the phone it's like hello i am victor von doom <laughs> like i need to employ your yeah. services for a very important mission and rants is like yeah. doom baby what's yeah. happening yeah. <laughs> doom doomala i love you doomala you know yeah. how's latvia man how's latvia yeah how's your, how's your mama oh i'm sorry i shouldn't have brought her oops, up oops, oops. Uh, the uh yeah um the uh man i would i would love if reed richard showed up and was like starting to like compete in, in like art films and stuff like reed richard is pairing with wes anderson <laughs> <laughs> shit like that to like get under doom's skin like <laughs> doom is the tim burton to uh, richard's uh wes anderson would be very funny too. yeah like, both very good but you know what not really as good let's just say that out loud. yeah one 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 used to be all right exceedingly bad now 
Boy, I watched. Uh, um, I went to see Captain Marvel over the weekend, and they showed a preview for uh, that Tim Burton Dumbo movie with Danny DeVito in it. And I just, mm. I have never. There has never been anything on a screen that I've wanted to watch less than going to a movie about Dumbo that with Danny DeVito in it. It looks terrible. I'm I'm going to go see Captain Marvel tonight, and I am uh, looking forward to the set of trailers. Oh Jesus! Um, the uh, yeah, rough stuff. The um so so she lands and and this is all part of Doom's plan again. Yes, Doom shows um, up, and this is this is when Doom is all like, you know, yeah, it's time for you to g- your casting call. You know, doing all these like Spider-Man movie puns and starts zapping her. Um, everybody's shooting her. They eventually shoot her with a stun gun, and then the robots can take her to the sound stage they have. And, and I wrote sound stage because he very specifically says it, and I don't know why. Because <laughs> he just goes why back. Why has to be a sound stage? What it looks like is he goes back to the lab that he stole all this shit from. Like I don't know if they just tried to save money on the backgrounds or whatever, but like it just looks like they took them, mm-hmm. everybody back. Um, Hulk shows up and is of course all mad. I guess he he must have seen Jennifer if he followed her here. That must be what happened. Yeah, he saw he saw her flying through the air and yeah. just followed her. Um, and then, uh, but all the robots like shoot him as he's jumping at him and like knock him straight down again, which like, again, begs the question of like, Hulk, what are you not drinking your vitamins? Yeah. Like what's, we what just you, shoot the Hulk now. Yeah. We fuck? could just like hit you with yeah. a robot blast and you, and you drop like, that's not, that's not good. Nope. Um, not, not, not the Hulk I know and love. Um, and eventually he literally gets like knocked out by one of these robots, which he, he's the Hulk. You guys, these you guys aren't even have got your to good be robots. more creative. <laughs> yeah. Like these are your bad robots, doom, you know? I'm very disappointed in the Hulk's performance. I'll just say that. Very nice. Um, so, so we're back in the lab. Uh, you are Doom not the first She-Hulk to say that out loud. <laughs> the, the, uh, that's why she's just trying to encourage. She's trying to like encourage him to be a better lover through all of this uh, constantly bending over and fucking spreading her ass cheeks for everyone who walks by. Um, the, so, uh, someone Doom mod. Has, someone mod the Phantom Pain and just change Quiet's mod to She-Hulk, please. Someone put yeah. that out in the world. <laughs> like one of the easiest mods ever. You just like green tint it yeah that'd be it that'd be all you need to do yeah um so doom uh we're back at the lab doom has these scientists mind control they have like tech things in their neck um and he says like this is where he explains his plan he used the film crew to get the she hulk in order to get the component he needs to take over the asteroids essentially like he's going to weaponize these asteroids who can throw them at the earth and we're going to find out uh throughout the rest of the episode that the whole purpose of this device was to like push asteroids away from us is like just to, to, to shoot them yeah. away. And now doom has changed it so that he can grab them and then just slam them into the earth wherever he wants to. Yes. Yeah. He said, he calls the United nations and says like, Hey, everyone stand down in, in Latveria. Um, and then if you don't, and then he starts throwing asteroids at various like landmarks and stuff and explodes some towns. And these are, so like, I think that's what the soundstage thing is. Is like I think he these are uh, like sets. Like this is old freak. West Town. Like for, at the move that you would go. Oh, film. got you. You know, because he says something about all of this stuff, and I. But again, it doesn't make any fucking sense. And we're look, we're still not to the crazy part of this episode because we haven't sent the Hulk into space yet, Gary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not very Doctor Doom like to fake scaring the United Nations. You know, <laughs> Doctor like, Doom is very is a- concerned about the the people of the United yeah. States of America. Like, not only is this not Hulk at his best, this is not Doom at his best either. You know, both of them are, are a weird reduced section version of themselves in the, these episodes. It's in very episode. strange. Um, yeah. Uh, She-Hulk does her normal, like, superhero insulting thing. And then uh, he says, like, well, I lost everything in that last episode I was on. And then they proceed to, like, spend a minute showing us everything that happened that last minute, but through, like, a weird blue filter. So we know it's not actually happening. Um, I mm-hmm. guess they were just trying to fill in some time here. Uh, 
I don't he says he's going to take I it all know. back, and the way he's going to do that, he's going to start off, is by shooting the Hulk into space. And Gary, I'll be honest, I got real excited at this point because I was super yeah. into Doctor Doom shooting the Hulk into space, especially when like they've got the beam up and they've got him in like the little like it looks like the front part of a just a normal ass space shuttle, and then they just like literally pong that baby into space, like it just <laughs> it goes crazy. I fucking yeah. love it, dude. This is my favorite part of this episode. It's pretty, it's pretty great. And it's also like, as like later Hulk actually gets sent into space. So I kept thinking like when this, when he threatens us, I was like, oh my God, like he's not going to land on a planet and meet some gladiators. We really have like three minutes left in this episode. <laughs> There's no like, way they have time for this. <laughs> yeah. This isn't going to turn into planet Hulk, is it? Um, it doesn't, but it, but it is just like, you know, again, my jaw dropped like at this point where I was like, oh, okay, okay. Like let's, let's do it. Let's throw the Hulk into space. Um, Pretty good. The Hulk uh, crashes into an asteroid that's headed for the sun. So the Hulk is now awake on space. And uh, um, Doom, <laughs> that's a good note, Jeremy. Doom FaceTimes him. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I mean. Uh, it's it what they what do, and all like they just all video covers each other. And like I love the yeah. fact this this feels very Doom like. Of like I have put you in this in this space capsule. I have sent you to an asteroid. I have given you enough oxygen so that you can survive until you can watch yourself go into the sun. And also, I mm-hmm. have put my FaceTime here. So now I will be just FaceTiming you like time with my nieces because that's the most excruciating thing I can possibly imagine. <laughs> um, it's, uh, yeah, uh, this, this, feels, this feels like a very uh, doom trap more than anything he's done before. Uh, and he tells She-Hulk, that she's going to, uh, she's going to basically be a slave. She's going to be a laborer in his mines once he takes control of his country again. And she's like, nope. Instead, I'm just going to kick myself free and then destroy your arm, which also destroys the mind control thing and lets all the scientists free. <laughs> yeah, just going to solve that problem with kicks yeah. real quick. It's a load bearing kick. Like, it's an extremely important kick that happens, <laughs> you know? And I like Doom, like, telling her she's going to go be it, like, live in the mines. It's like just very like also really weirdly dark for the show. Like you're going to be enslaved. And, I will. Uh, uh, I will give him credit for not horning out on her, though. Right? Like that's the that's the positive thing. It made us here. He was was like, "You're going to be my love slave." Well, Doom like falls in love with like Storm and shit. You know, like Doom 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 needs like a, a like a more uh, kind of put together. Like the She Hulk for all of her uh, sexiness powers, like does not have enough dignity for Doom. You know. He needs somebody with like a a, a weird yeah. past that she can get modeling about every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, and, and or you know, hopefully somebody who can get his mom out of hell. <laughs> Either um, or. <laughs> so, yeah, can you, you not know, do this kind of thing? I, um, so Hulk is out of range of this whole thing, but he manages to jump uh, from asteroid to another asteroid and kind of leap back into range, jumping from asteroid to asteroid. And I was like, I want to play this video game. Um, that's like Mario Galaxy, <laughs> like. I feel section. like this is what uh, Azura's Wrath was. If you ever got around to playing that, like that—that that, that was what this this <laughs> was. It's just a, a series of Q time event, quick time events, uh, where like shit just got like, and all of a sudden you were punching an entire planet to to death. So yeah. <laughs> mm. um, he eventually, as, as he's getting back, he's being pulled back in, but he's running out of air at this point because he's been in space for quite a long time, just being in space. Um, and then as he's being pulled back in from this nearest asteroid. Uh, Doom shoots through the roof of his robot vehicle and blows up the tractor beam and then gets Yay. out of there. Because he's like, yeah, you know, spite, spite explosion. You know, <laughs> Fuck on his you, way Hulk. Out, which I love. Also, where did Bruce go? Yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I don't understand what happened to yeah. Bruce this entire time. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Richards would figure it out. 
Um, but the, but the, the Hulk is still coming down because it's been caught by gravity's, uh, pull by this point, which is a nice coincidence. Good. Yeah. You know, if that if works that, out, works out for this part too. Been like, definitely. <laughs> yeah. It'd been a little bit further away than the, 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 you know, doom would have just killed the Hulk. So, you know, good, good, on, good on Hulk. I, I love this because, uh, he starts entering the atmosphere and that they do that normal effect of like everything heats up around the point of entry and it's getting hot. And so Hulk is like, Oh man, it's really hot. I'm going to walk inside this asteroid and really cool down a little bit. <laughs> and like i'm not a scientist no you know i don't i don't uh, i don't know very much about astrophysics but i feel like this is maybe not something that would work Um, just going inside the asteroid that's burning up on re-entry and uh and and scientists you know like asteroids like please don't add us if it's true i don't care i don't want to hear it (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like asteroids get burned up like a lot when they come in re-entry you know they don't they don't just like they're mostly not the same size they were in, in space they get like bits of them fall off and stuff like that. Like this would, this would eventually just like rip around the Hulk and then the Hulk would just be what is burning up on reentry. And then like a perfectly formed Hulk skull, which is a land in the middle of fucking Nevada. Oh man. And that'd be, it'd it. be worth millions. Can you, you know? imagine? <laughs> it'd be like that skull from the, um, from the, the, the David Boy black star. But here you go. <laughs> like people go to war. Hell over yeah. It. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, um, way into it. Also like, a Hulk skull would be pretty rad if you were like into collecting skulls because it would be huge. Oh yeah, it'd be good. it's know? presumably strong. Like you know, you know what I'm saying. There's mm-hmm. that awesome. Um, I don't know if you ever read Planetary, um, but there's a episode z- or issue zero of mm-hmm. that show where they go out to Nevada where um, they're actually like they have the preserved corpse of like a Hulk like that that or not that show that cartoon that cartoon's all about like Pulp Fiction things and kind of like weird dark takes um, on it. I'm a this, this huge planetary fan. Like I've I, yeah. I, I, have you read that the the Hulk issue? Oh yeah, the issue absolutely. Zero? Yeah. yeah, I love that. Like they're they're like inside his skull. Like it's like a room. So cool. And uh, like the Hulk grew, but his brain didn't. And like all of the kind of like synaptic nerves and shit like that, like stretched to their breaking point. And he just you know did what actually happens if you get a bunch of radiation, which is die. Um, but he just mutated a lot before and it's just a couple pages of like exploring that, but it's super cool. And I, um, that's one of my favorite, my, me too. Like that's one of the reasons I will say yeah. Warren Ellis is one of my favorite comic book writers, even though like probably 90% mm-hmm. of the stuff he puts out, like I don't, I don't really care about, but like the stuff that he has that works really fucking works on me, man. Like even yeah. the, um, at his best, he's really, even really the fucking good. crossover episodes of that comic are, are so good. Like the ones where they do the J, mm-hmm. the evil JLA thing, which is not like a, a, a yep. hugely different thing like that's been done several times but uh like even the batman through multiple universes thing was really good like all of that stuff works for me that's really yeah. funny well and he crossed over a planetary and planetary was kind of or not planetary uh the authority which is kind of his like first run mm-hmm. at doing some of those ideas like it's not quite it's not as heady as planetary it's not trippy and cool but uh did you ever read the uh, like his run on the authority Man, I, I spent an afternoon i don't know what the fuck i was doing in 2005 but i spent like a like a whole day reading pirated issues of the authority i must have read like 150 mm. episodes, issues in, in one day like i just sat yeah. there on an it's ipad not bad like <clears throat> it's not as good as planetary but like his run on the authority is pretty good before mark millar came and kind of stunk it up yeah but like his uh his initial like 12 issues or whatever and then that was something called Stormwatch before that and Stormwatch was good too um yeah it's it's good like his work on during that that was like the golden age for warren ellis oh yeah absolutely um yeah because uh he did, he did, global frequency was around there, there too right yeah yeah, yeah. global I, frequency is global good frequency yeah um and then like obviously transmat like yeah. transmat is super uh, yeah. good um he's even there's even some like work for higher marvel ass shit that he's done that's like pretty good yeah like he did um I, i've always like talked i've talked about this but during like the dark rain event of the late 2010s um 
he did or the late 2000s he did um a run on thunderbolts that is surprisingly like really good um it's like and it's got like it's a loser squad it's got penance on the fucking team and he manages <laughs> to make penance like kind of interesting um because it's all about like you know what would a team run by norman osborne look like and also norman osborne is a fucking psychopath like you know like that whole event was all about him kind of presenting a, a, a face to the world that was like, I'm reasonable. I'm a businessman and I'm, I can actually be a hero, but actually like he's somebody who thinks that the green goblin is real and fucking talks to him and stuff like that. Like he's absolutely a maniac. And a lot of these people in the team didn't know that, like when they joined and all this stuff, like it's pretty good. Like it is a cool comic. So did you know they made a TV show out of the out of global frequency? They only made a, I didn't know that actually. They only made um, that it was like on the one episode, but CW uh, or something. Yeah, it was on the sci-fi, and uh, I, I think I still got a copy of it somewhere. That it, I actually really, mm. really dug it. It's got, um, man, I can't remember who they got to play uh, the main chick in that, but I, I really like her. She's been on tons of stuff. So. Mm. There's like a there's a distinct era of Warren Ellis where he lost me with things, which he had this period where he was like, I just want to do creator owned work, and it's like that's cool. Like I'm, you know, you don't want to work with other people's characters, and he started like it felt like a half dozen comics all of which that just ended like he did um a comic called fell i was just gonna bring up which fell like, or desolation yeah, jones it felt like it was happening jones, dr time. sleepless yeah yeah like that that whole era and it's like this is all like pretty interesting but you just gave up on all of it you know and he did some kind of weird web comic thing for a little while that was like less interesting and oh, he, i read, he just I read really a bunch really of that too me. what was that was it like fallen something something angel something i was thinking fallen like it, angel or something like that yeah i read, I read yeah, a bunch of that yeah, yeah. It's not Fallen Angel. We talked we talked about that another time. It was something. It's like Clockwork Angel or like Gearbox Angel yeah. or something like that. I can't remember the name of it, but it's like I remember just I was like, oh yeah, I like Warren Ellis. I want to read what he puts out. And everything was happening like the pacing was so slow and things would come out so infrequently that I just kind of got disillusioned with him. Yeah. Like the Golden Age is still extremely good, and then then he loses me quite a bit. Um, Riff really likes his novel. Have you read his novel? I haven't. No, and I kept I kept meaning crooked to. little vein. Yeah, I think yeah. It's called. And I think he's um, written yeah. another one past that too. But uh, I kept meaning mm-hmm. to, and it's just uh, I'm about to finish up my the book that I'm reading now. Maybe I'll check that out. I don't know. Yeah, I've heard it's very good, and I could see him working well. Um, you know, it, in in prose. Yeah, he's got so. he's got like some really strong ideas, like in a you know, a, yep. a, a, just a lot of his like real basic like what if kind of situations that he puts he presents are really interesting and fun. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Planetary, I need to reread Plant. I'm like due for a reread. Man, that I, is so, I, I did it like within the last year, and it's so it's still so fucking good. Oh. It's ex- extremely good. I was reading that. Um, not I never read individual issues, but I was collecting the trades. Yeah, like as they came Man, out. That, the wait for that period. last one was fucking brutal. Yeah, God yeah, yeah. That's what I was about to say. Like I ended up getting a hardcover because I wanted it so bad. Like when it came out, mm. and I was just like, I'm not going to wait another fucking like six months for this to come out in soft cover. You know, um, but yeah, it, it, like the the planetary is extremely good. The ending of planetary is extremely good. I love those characters. Like, I think that's a really cool comic. My uh, my buddy Chris um, is is real into manga stuff, which I'm not mm-hmm. super into, and he's not very much into Western comics at, at all. But when I was reading planetary, I was really trying to convince him to to do planetary, and I sent him that scene of uh, you know, the <clears throat> man. I kind of don't want to spoil planetary, but it's that the scene where they they it's drummer's origin story and it's got like mm-hmm. the heads exploding like boom 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 and it like all in a row yeah, like yeah, that yeah. one really really fucking cool scene it's yeah that's i was sending him that and he was like maybe i should maybe i should dip into this i'm like you should fucking dip into this yeah <laughs> so fucking Here, here's good. the thing here's the thing jeremy is you you get uh you finish all the little sidecasts you're doing and then you do that as a separate podcast and i will guest on that shit you gotta do an issue by issue planetary podcast oh that would actually be kind of fun ever done it yeah super good idea mm-hmm 
I will I will join you frequently for that shit because I am <laughs> I'm due for a rewatch reread and uh, I am way into it. Covering comic books so. is so weird. Have you come? Have you covered comics before? Like we did that for we, uh, you and I haven't, but me and me and Cole have. You and Cole have. Uh, we did it for yeah. the we did some for the Patreon for Supernatural. There's some really terrible Supernatural comics out there that we covered. And it was just, it was just a really weird media to cover in audio form for me. Like not to get too like inside baseball, but like, like I couldn't really make notes on stuff. And I kind of a note driven guy. And I don't know. I just had to have like the page open. And then I started reading, realized I was like describing what was happening on each page. It's like, this has got to be fucking miserable. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. It is definitely weird. Like, they have different energy. I I like doing it, um, you know, when it comes up on Adaptation Decay for sure. Yeah, like those have been fun. So, anywho, that's been a little. Those those are not uh, the Hulk. Yeah, do you want to finish the last two minutes this of this Hulk cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> like two minutes if we're lucky. Like it's like we, you know, the, the forty five seconds left of this cartoon. Uh, so yeah. Hulk flying into space, he falls into the ocean. Uh, she Hulk drives up on her jet ski and says, you had yourself one old fashioned honking splashdown cousin, which I think is very hilarious. <laughs> yep. Uh, not a phrase. That, um, not something that yeah. really exists. Um, yep. They're, they're walking. Um, the director the, shows up to this. Yeah. The director point. ranch shows up and he's like, she ho ba- baby, honey, please. All, mm-hmm. all I need you to do is sign and make my career. Okay. And she bundles up the, the, the script into a ball of trash and punches him with it. Uh, which is mm-hmm. pretty funny. And then they walk down the beach mm-hmm. and she Hawk, uh, who is in heels walking down a beach, which I understand to be extremely difficult. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine doing it. Uh, uh, can't imagine no. wearing heels. Like the times that I have tried and just literally fell on my ass, much less down a fucking yeah, beach. Yeah. Uh, and she just yeah, talks yeah. a lot about Rodeo drive and wanting to go by, go by clothes because that's all she does yeah. now. Yeah. Cause uh, she loves to shop as, as will be uh, exhibited in kind of a racist way. During the next episode, we talk about yep, um, the um, yeah, and and it's I feel like not enough attention is paid to the fact that I think that Rance uh, is working for Doctor Doom, right? Like, is that implied that he's part of this whole plot? Well, he said he says that I didn't have nothing to do with that guy, and he didn't even pay me. <laughs> like, he says that right here, yeah, and I'm it's, like, it's okay, like, it's like we're just gonna let this guy get away. Who like Doctor Doom hired to to throw asteroids at the Earth? <laughs> You know, to help him, you know, it is a little bit, I don't know. Look, if we can give Paul Manafort six years in prison, like we can do something for Rance. (laughs) Rance gets to at least be in there longer than Manafort (laughs) at the very least. Oh Um, man. Uh, these are two, like, I think these are two fun episodes. I, um, I, I, there's a part of me like you mentioned this in the slack dms like you you, you mentioned that you were going to miss this show and there's a part of me that's definitely going to miss this show for how crazy it is and i but like this stuff like makes me glad it didn't go on for five or six seasons i'm not sure how much more hulk i have in me to be honest with you they, well they eventually like we either have to start um you know pushing the envelope of weirdness until it got too self-aware you know or it would have had to scale it back and be more about the hulk fighting the army and like neither of those choices is particularly good yeah you know, it just hits this level of weirdness consistently where it's surprising. And then, uh, you know, it's going to get out while it's not while it's good because the last episode of the show is very bad. Um, but it gets out mostly good because the next episode is as like almost as bonkers as the fashion show episode. I think <laughs> I hate it so much, Gary, you know, just as yeah, a, just as a little preview. I hate it so much. <laughs> I don't think it's good or anything, but it's really fucking surprising. Oh, like man. the stuff that happens in it is funny, uh, to me. Um, yeah. 
So I will miss this cartoon. I'm looking forward to uh, to covering other stuff. Should we say what we're going to cover next? Because it has been determined. Oh, has it? I was going to ask you that because I didn't know if the... the, yep. if the so we ran a Patreon poll, um, which is a reason to be... One of the many reasons to be on the DuckFeed Patreon, patreon.com slash DuckFeedTV, mm-hmm. is uh, we wanted the listeners to, or the patrons, to determine what we covered next. Your options were um, X-Men Evolution, uh, which is a older cartoon series about the X-Men being in high school, Mystique is the principal or uh, Wolverine and the X-Men, uh, which kind of follows a little bit. Like it, it has the same plot as the anime episodes that we covered where it starts with mm-hmm. Jean Grey dead and Wolverine is kind of trying to put the school together. Uh, I have seen Wolverine and the X-Men and actually consider it pretty good. Like it's, I thought mm-hmm. it was a pretty fun watch, but I'm curious what we're actually going to cover. Cause I, I don't know the answer yeah. to this. They're, they're both, uh, they're both considered to be pretty good. We just wanted to do, and a lot of people did write in votes to say like Spider-Man and stuff. And like, come on guys, we, we gave you options. That's not how write in votes work. The, um, we, we just, uh, we just feel like getting back, to, we will get to Spider-Man. We're going to do that fantastic four thing. We'll do Iron Man. We'll do all that stuff. Um, we just felt like going back to the, the, uh, the X-Men. Yeah, it's, it's bit, been a while since it, we've done, like, besides the movies, bes- done, like, and even, even the, yeah. it's actually been a while since we've done an X-Men movie because we did Deadpool there for a while. So, yeah. And uh, and Wolverine, which is an X-Men related movie, but is not like a straight up X-Men movie. He didn't even have so his we, powers through the goddamn movie, Gary. It's not an X-Men yeah. movie. <laughs> like, we just, we missed the X-Men. Um, so, by, by a pretty healthy margin, uh, X-Men Evolution won that. Um, nice. So, uh, yeah, Wolverine and, and and the X Men had its fans. Some people said they didn't like it, but I've heard both were good, and I'm we'll definitely cover both of them at some point. Um, the big difference for people who listen, I think, is just like how long it will take to cover that. Um, so once we get into that, that's going to be about a year of uh, of the podcast to cover uh, X Men Evolution, which I'm down for. But just know that you're buckled up for a year. Yeah, and I'm into it because I have barely watched this show. I have not, you know, I think that the art style is not my favorite thing. Is kind of what turned me off of it when I was younger. Um, you know, before I would do it for the podcast. Um, but, uh, I've heard that it is good and I like high school stuff and, uh, I just want to see Gambit and Nightcrawler and all my friends again. It's, uh, you know? I watched the first few episodes. Uh, they were on Hulu at the time. I think they have since been removed from Hulu. I think Disney is trying to consolidate mm-hmm. all that shit into one spot, but, um, I, uh, I watched the first couple of episodes and it is so tonally different than the original X-Men animated series. Mm-hmm. And it's it's it was it was a little bit off putting just because we were at that time. The reason I was watching it is because I wanted to watch more X Men cartoons, but I didn't want to get ahead of the podcast. So I was like, oh, I want to just mm-hmm. watch some more X Men shit. Um, but so I was it kind of threw me for a loop. But I, I liked it, and I'm curious to see like how bonkers that show will get because when we when you have like Spike playing basketball and fucking up the basketball floor and trying to hide his mutant powers, I'm kind of into seeing where that's going to mm-hmm. go. Like that's that's going to get a little. It's weird. also super. It's so crazy that Spike is in it. Spike is a really a one-off character from the Ecstatics comics, who's like in like four issues. Like it's very weird that Spike is a major character. Like it kind of dates exactly when the cartoon came out. Yeah, you know the same way that like uh, Marrow is a playable character in Marvel versus Capcom two. Yep. <laughs> you know, like it's just like oh okay, I know what year this came out. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. I just want to talk about X Men again. Yeah, and I've been feeling a lot of affection for X Men. We got those trailers that have been coming out. For the new movie and stuff and i'm just like ah yeah fucking x-men man i can't i can't i can't quit you i love you x-men so yeah um did you see that, that they're optioning a what if show i did i mentioned that earlier in this podcast as a matter of fact oh how did i miss that i've been paying attention <laughs> i don't remember what you said but you, you you said like what if we could get a um i don't, I don't even remember what it was now so don't feel too bad but you, you were like what if you know 
the Hulk did this, and I was like, "Yeah, they got that what if show. Maybe we can find out." <laughs> oh, I think you were taking a, yeah. a like a drink of water or something because I was like, "Man, I kind of figured he would pick up on that, but never mind." Maybe. Yeah, no, I, I was I was enjoying my Coke with ginger and lime. Um, the uh, yeah, so I missed that. I apologize, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about that. I think that's a, a fun idea because are they going to be able to like do big Marvel shit with it? Like, it's not going to be a good show if it's like, what if uh, you know Shang Chi, master of karate. Learned a different martial fell in art, love with you know? dazzler <laughs> yeah like just characters you haven't done on stuff like it's gonna have to be like stuff from the movies you know yeah i would, I would um, ass- or no one's gonna give a shit i would assume that's the case and um there's uh, all kinds of weird stuff happening I, I, in the in the marvel universe because they're they're canceling most of their uh TV all shows. the Netflix stuff is going away. All the Netflix stuff, yeah. but uh, like yep. Agents of Shield got renewed, <laughs> and uh, yep. Legion's—they're going to give Legion one more season. Which the guy that did Legion, whose name I can't remember off the top of my head, um, said he always envisioned that to be a three-season show anyway. So, but that seems like the mm-hmm. kind of thing that, like, if you cancel Days of Future Cats, I'd be like, yeah, I kind of envisioned that to be a sixty-five, sixty-six episode show. That's definitely what I was thinking when we started this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we we definitely roll with that punch. I think um, uh, they were canceled, and then um, um, they're canceling the Gifted, which I finished the second season. The Gifted last night, and that show was fucking terrible. Yeah, it's a bummer that they couldn't make a good straight up Young Mutant show. Remember that the trailer for that scary X Men movie that's going to come out? Yeah, that's that's with, in uh, that's in Recut movie. Hell. That's the one with uh, Arya yeah. from Game of Thrones as uh, Wolf Spain, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be cool if that came out. I, I just, I mean, I, I understand the like the discourse about these movies not actually being that good, but I can't, can't like avoid it. I'm still going to watch that fucking Phoenix movie, and and it looks cool to me. Want to see the stuff happen? I like, I like. Huh. I think you made the point on Twitter. I like. It's the only place I can go to get to watch X Men do X Men stuff, and like that's what I want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's like the only game in town. Like, yes, maybe they're not. You know, like when that came out, tons of people were just on Twitter, and it was like a lot of snark, and that's fine because. Nobody needs to like the same stuff I like, but it's like, oh, all the X-Men movies are dumb. And like, oh, this looks like shit. I can't believe they're just doing X-Men 3 again. And I'm like, yeah, you know what, though? Like, I'm going to be able to watch those characters do some badass shit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, at the very least, like, I think everybody is allowed at least one thing they can love uncritically, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and for me, it's like Marvel X-Men shit. Like, it's like, eh, you know. I'm always going to like it. Even, you know, those, those movies kind of bottom out to me at like C plus. I would even go for you know, it. It's still, it's still a watch. Go for it. So far says so you can watch, you can ha- like any number of things uncritically. Like as long, oh, totally. as, long as you're not trying to yeah. present a critical argument about it. Like, like I don't think that I, I, I just, like, cause I, all the MCU movies, like none of them are super like amazing, perfect examples of, of, of cinematography or anything, but I still have a really goddamn good time going to watch the MCU movies. I'm going to keep doing it until that, that feeling wears out. And if that's already yeah. worn out for somebody else, then I get it. Like, we don't need to see your opinions about how they're all C plus movies. Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't. Yeah. Nobody, yeah, yeah. nobody cares, man. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not really doing anything to do it. And it, it's, it's just not, uh, you know, like write a review of it or whatever. Like, and that's cool. Like that's, you know, you write a review of it and you don't like it and that's fine. But just kind of just being like, Hey, this thing everyone's excited about is fucking stupid on Twitter is like, not, you know, I don't know. It's fine. Like I do that sometimes too. I get it. Like people, there are probably people losing their minds hearing me say that because I like get cranky about the stuff. But I've been trying to get better about that. And now I just like no, I just throw Kingdom Heart into my mute filter, and then I don't see it. There you go. You know, that's all you got to do. That's you know, and <laughs> yeah, you just throw X Men or just throw you know Avengers into your mute filter, and then like it just effectively will disappear for you. It's pretty cool. 
And if you run a Slack, you just start a channel for people to talk about the thing you don't like, <laughs> and they can just go talk about it in the corner, and you don't have to hear about it. And you, uh, know? you can even do that for things that you don't necessarily even don't like. Like I, there's stuff uh, yeah. on the Monster of the Week Discord. I, I just created a Dungeons and uh, Dragons channel because people wouldn't shut the fuck up about Critical Role, a, a show with yeah. like a hundred hours of video that you would have to catch up on to get to now. And I was like, I'm probably never going to hear people talk about this. So bye bye. <laughs> yeah, just let it. You know, and and it just well, I just I'm going to conserve my time a little bit. You know, and uh, yeah, you can you can conserve your time without just like necessarily like making a point. Exactly. Yeah. You know. So, um, um, so Patreon. Not, not to say that like those things are like uh, I, like sorry. I just I'm I'm the 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 straw man in my head that's calling me a hypocrite is screaming at me. Like I'm not saying that you can't just like make a critical point about this stuff. If you're like, hey, I saw it and I thought this, this, and this. Like that's totally cool, you know. But just like a blanket dismissal of a cultural phenomenon is mildly annoying it, it is i think it's especially uh creating to me when it happens for trailers because like yeah, no, yeah nobody yeah. has seen the thing like you're 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 so tired of how many times that you've seen these movies that you don't want to see the thing and so you're just automatically calling it shit or a repeat when it's a cut together trailer like it's not yeah i mean it's not it's just a trailer like at least yeah. wait till you see you know people different people it. do those things you know like it's not the same people who made the movie <laughs> who make a trailer like you know that's why those those fucking dc movies look cool in trailers it's why the suicide squad trailer looked kind of fun and that movie's like not good you know well didn't they get the, the trailer, trailer people count. to recut the the full movie i thought i had heard that as they did actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah which is pretty pretty bonkers but it still did not turn out super great Ooh, that movie's bad um, and yeah Anywho, it is just it's just been a thing where it's like, you know, part of it is just me being cranky because I'm excited about a thing and people online are telling me stupid to be you know, I'm stupid for being excited about it, but like, you know, kind of a bummer. So uh um, scheduling schedule for the show. Uh we'll in two weeks we'll finish out Hulk season two. After that we'll do a uh a movie episode, which I think we both decided would be the apocalypse movie, right? Yeah, we should do apocalypse. Yeah. Um, yeah. continuing our X-Men run. And then after that, we'll do a feedback episode. And then after that, we'll start mm-hmm. with X-Men evolution. I would imagine by the time we get through that first season of evolution, uh, Phoenix would have already been out. So, yep. and you and I are do- both the type of people that will probably watch that and, and have some thoughts on it pretty quick. Um, yeah, absolutely. So we're going to be doing that. And so that'll be, that'll catch us up. I'm not catch us up, but that'll get you taken care of if you want to keep up with the podcast at all. Uh, yep. hit us up with those the, the feedback and those questions on the entire we haven't done one of those in a long time yeah it's true so uh, hit us up um, daysoffuturecast.com slash contact or you can just email them to uh, is it Gary at TV? is that the way that works yeah yeah. yep or uh, you can tweet us um, the other thing is if you have questions for uh, Gambit or Beast I missed a, a, a ent- or Gambit missed an entry of that I, I realize I have to catch up on that so I'm getting that a couple, a couple days late I fucked up the scheduling so Oh. I'm a DACA for today, but uh, it is to, to tell Gambit, the actual person who exists, to get better about that. But if you have questions for Gambit or Beast, Doctor Name of Hank McCoy, um, go to curiouscat.me slash DOFC podcast. Yep. And uh, DOFC yeah. podcast is also the Twitter. You can also find me on Twitter at JG Greer. Gary is at Gary B U H. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in two weeks for uh, the finale. The grand finale, the season, the f- conclusion yeah. to the season-long yeah. character arc that is the Incredible Hulk. And the gigantic wet fart that ends this, <laughs> this animated series. So look forward to it. Yeah.